Hey everyone, today we are going to talk about pressure to perform and how women and especially moms feel this invisible pressure to perform more and better than the people around us. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jesse Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. So I think this is a really interesting concept, and I've had talks with my husband about it um, and how there's like a different standard, even like internally a lot of times for women and how we feel like we have to hold ourselves to this higher standard to be taken seriously or to be seen as like a real business person. And I know that you had a conversation with someone that kind of sparked this, the whole idea for this episode. Yeah, a couple of months back, uh, a friend of mine was on vacation and she had just gotten back and she felt really overwhelmed because she was like, it was really nice to decompress while I was gone. But when I got back, like I just felt this pressure to like jump right back in. And I was like, you know, like <laughs> you're the one putting that pressure on yourself. Like everybody knew you were on vacation. You put the like the checks in place mm -hmm. to make sure everybody knew you were going to be on vacation. Everybody expected it like clients and anybody you were working with. So why, when you got back, did you feel that pressure? Right. It was only put on yourself by yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the conversation Jesse was talking about was not with me. Uh, yeah. But I did do the exact same thing. I took two weeks for vacation and went out of state. I had all of my notifications shut off. I had everything in place. Everyone knew I was going to be gone. And I had only been back to work like three days and I got sick because I had already started to burn out because I felt like I had to catch up and get all of those two weeks for worth of stuff done and caught up in the first week or I was somehow failing to do my job. Yeah. And when I came back from vacation, I, uh, you know, I've tried to make sure that didn't happen mm -hmm. because I kept telling myself, you know what? Everybody knew I was gone and I need time to catch up on my messages. I thought maybe it would take a day. It took two yeah. for me to get through all the messages, catch up and feel like I was at a place to then start taking on new things. And that's the thing is we come back and even other people think we're back and we need to jump in and start doing new things. But really, we do need that time yeah. to re-enter. I, I want to say like re-enter society, but that's, right. that's kind of the way it is, though. <laughs> yes, a little bit. Well, and kind of going back to um, something we talked about on the back to school episode, you know, my kids as at the time we're recording it, my kids are back to school now and their whole first couple of days, they didn't do any work. 
they didn't do reading Mm -hmm. or math or science. Like they got to know their teacher. They got to know their routine. They played some fun games. They did a little bit of review of stuff they did last year. And it's the same way when we come back from vacation or we come back from taking a break because we've been sick or whatever. Like we need a little bit of time to kind of reacclimate, get caught up, review where we were, get our minds in the right space before we can jump in to that new thing. And if we're going to give that grace to our children, like we should do it and give it to ourselves. Yeah. And so then the question is, well, why do we feel that way? What can we do about it? The interesting thing is, let, let me um, actually I have a quote here from the person I was talking to. She said, it's so strange that I feel like since I am a mom and a woman that I have to prove myself even more. Yeah. And when she said that, it kind of just broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. I think part of that comes back, at least for our age group, to that kind of 1980s idea of like, you can have it all. You can be a mom and you can work and you can take care of the house and you can do all the things. And now we know that that's not really possible. (laughs) You can't do all of there's just not enough time. Even if you had the energy and the capacity, there's just not enough time to do all the things. But we still feel that pressure of. I have to be a good mom. I have to be the best employee or the best business owner. I have to do all the things because I'm a woman and that's what that means. Yeah. It's an interesting thing that I think we and Angela and I are both in our thirties. We grew up starting to get our feet wet in the idea that a woman really can be more than only a homemaker. Mm-hmm. And yet we have parents and aunts and uncles and grandparents that still instilled in us that as the woman, it is our job mm-hmm. to take care of the home. It is our yep. job to do the cooking and the cleaning and the caring for the kids. And yeah. like it's our inner self that was like, but I want to have a business. Right. And so we feel this pressure from those around us that we care deeply about, our family, that still have this mentality that this is not what we're, quote unquote, supposed to be doing. And so we feel like we have to do everything ourselves instead of asking for help, um, letting others take over some of the responsibilities. I mean, I have – like my husband's a stay-at-home dad right now, and that was a really hard transition for both of us, because to him, he's like, but the man's supposed to be the one working. The man's supposed to be the one doing these things. And yet he had this pull that he wanted to be a stay-at-home dad. He loves right. spending time with our kids and caring for them because to him, his number one job in the world is to raise these little creatures to not <laughs> be menaces of society. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he loves what he does. But that pressure from the outside world can be huge sometimes. Those yeah. not so invisible expectations. Yeah. And those of us who are in our 30s and 40s, we grew up watching kind of the first generation of women go into the workforce where they had options outside of like being a secretary or being mm. a teacher. A teacher. And, yeah. You know, so we watched that 
and you know we saw them going in and trying and you know like i said there was that message of like you can be more than a housewife but you can have it all you can be a housewife and a working mom and a mom and still do pto and work 40 hours a week with your power suit and your briefcase <laughs> and keep the house clean and put homemade cooked home cooked meals on the on the thing and oh, i thought you were going to say homemade cookies cuz i would like those homemade cookies yes Thank and you. home cooked meals on the table is what I was trying to say but it's if you think about it that's the idea we had in our head of women at the time but if you think about it that was the age of tv dinners latchkey kids after school specials commercials reminding do you remember the it's 10 o'clock do you know where your kids are commercials (laughs) (laughs) yeah right so it's like even even this idea we have of the women that came before us that were able to do it all they weren't actually doing it all like they did a great job and they laid a really good foundation for us but the expectation of you can do it all wasn't a real one and I think some of us as we especially as business owners where we're finding like I don't have a set hours I don't have a set I have to you know I just have to get the work done Mm -hmm. but we still feel that pressure to like I have to work 40 hours a week. I have to put home cooked meals on the table. I have to mm-hmm. check my kids. Over. And I have to be the one to do it because I'm the mom and I'm the woman. Right. And then, so I think if we're diagnosing the issue, it all boils down to our personal expectations on ourselves. Because yeah. the truth is, is not everybody might feel that way. Yeah. It, it might, in our minds, be perceived that people are judging us because we're doing things differently, but how much, like, does it matter? Yeah. If they are perceiving us that way or if they're not perceiving us that way, either way, does it matter? Yeah. I think that's a really good thing to think about. And something I've been trying to tell my kids too, because they're at the age of like, oh, they don't like me. They said they're not my friend anymore or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) The the little girl things. And I just remember I heard a thing and then I repeated it to my kids and it really struck me. And it said, other people's opinions of you are none of your business. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it really like, I mean, obviously there's like a level of that, you know, I need Mm -hmm. my clients to like me or they're not going to pay me. But (laughs) in general, on the whole, as far as the way people are viewing me and how I'm doing my job, like it's none of my business what they think. If you're enjoying this candid chat, you can get early access, exclusive content and more by supporting us on Patreon. Simply visit patreon.com forward slash marketing moms. Now back to the show. Yeah. And, you know, it's not just about how we perform in society as moms and business owners and all these things, but that just reminded me of, I had my family over uh, a few weeks back and my brother who lives out of town, like out of state, actually, he's only been in my house a couple times, you know, COVID. Anyway, um... Like they're looking around at how I've decorated the place, and he goes, "Are you allergic to color?" (laughs) Because my house is like I have the white cabinets and the gray countertops, and 
like the grayish walls and like I, I I kind of pull in the farmhouse style, which is a lot of neutrals and I'm looking around and he's right. Yeah, it's like a lot of the neutral colors, but I love that. It makes me feel yeah. calm and clean and all these things. And it's totally the opposite of like my mother's style, which is yeah. very old and rustic and she's got lots of antiques hung on our walls. But like for my brother to say that, I was just like, you know what? Doesn't matter because he's not living there. Right. He never visits. Yeah. <laughs> he's not living here. Don't have to it live here. really does. The only opinion that matters is mine. I mean, yes. okay, my husband's a little bit, but he he's told me that I'm at liberty to decorate everything but his man right. cave. So it only matters what I think. And I love it. So that's all that matters. Yeah. If it Who makes cares you if feel they better. think I'm allergic to color? <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I get the opposite criticism because, and I'm not joking, and Jesse's seen most of them. Mm-hmm. I, every room in my house is a different color. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I, yeah. Every single room in my house is a different color. So like your I cabinets get the are painted like red. Yes. Like, bright red like bright I have a red, red kitchen when I tell mm-hmm. people I have a red kitchen they're always surprised when they come in and see how much like walls cabinets like I have a red kitchen yeah. I have a blue living room yeah so yeah it's just it's hard you know but we my husband and I moved in and we were like we want color and so we painted every single room a different color mm-hmm. <laughs> even our but guess what color as long as you like it, that's all that matters. Yeah, because we're the ones that live here. <laughs> exactly. So to me, to bring it back to our topic of the day, it's kind of the same thing. Like as long as you're doing what you can, you're doing the best you can, why do you feel like you have to check the boxes of what other people are telling you you have to do, which right. is silly? Yeah. Like if your kids are fed, who cares whether it was – mcdonald's a tv dinner or home-cooked spaghetti right like doesn't matter like tomorrow are you gonna look back and be like oh that meal da, 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 da. no you're not even gonna think yeah. about it because guess what kids were fed yep kids ate that's the important mm-hmm. bit well and also i think we have all for the most part probably as moms realize we realize pretty quickly that like other people are just gonna have opinions about your parenting and we get pretty used to just kind of ignoring it you know what Mm -hmm. I mean so like just take that a step further people are going to have opinions about the way you're running your business or Mm -hmm. how you're doing something or how you're taking care of your home and just ignore it they don't have to deal with your house or your business or your kids that's so funny you say that um someone I know just had a baby And I didn't want to be that person, right? So Mm -hmm. my advice to her was to listen to no one's advice. (laughs) I love it. The the best advice I can give you is don't take anyone's advice. Don't take anyone's advice. (laughs) I'm like, just thank them for it and move on. Because what you think is best for you and your family is best. Best, yeah. Yep. And it it doesn't have to look like – Yeah, the business – it doesn't have to look like other people's. Even in your same industry, your business doesn't have to look like everybody else's business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And something else, the woman I was having that conversation with um, that sparked this episode, she said that it's so hard to give herself grace because 
I, I don't know, like it's so hard to give it to herself and yet she freely gives it to others all day, every day. Yeah. But when it comes to her, it's so hard to give yourself grace. But that's kind of why we need to stop and try. Yeah. And as a mom with girls, I try to remember that they're watching me Mm -hmm. and the way I'm dealing with things. And that's their example. So if I'm constantly, you know, burning myself out at work and too tired to enjoy my time with them or won't take time off to take them to the park ever because I have so much to do or I'm in a bad mood all the time because I feel overwhelmed. That's what their normal is going to be. That's what they're Mm going to grow up and be like, that's what I need to do because that's how you do this. And I don't want that for them. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's not what I want for them. Here's something interesting. Uh, When I woke up this morning as normal, you don't really want to get out of bed. That's just a normal feeling. Um, (laughs) But I said to myself in my head, I'm like, today's going to be a great day because I once heard that if you say that kind of stuff to yourself first thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. that sets the tone. But then this inner voice, it was so interesting to me. Right after that, it said, I'm going to get so much done. And then I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Like I'm I'm having this inner conversation to myself. I'm yelling at myself for thinking that. I'm like, wait a minute. If I get a whole bunch done, that doesn't equal a good day. Right. Like that's – again, that's like setting the expectations and the perceptions that if I get a lot done, that's what a good day is. And I was like, wait a minute. No, that's not – It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. And so I think that we just – I mean, I would have a million dollars if I (laughs) had a penny for every time I said it boils down to your own expectations and you need to adjust them. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't have expectations for yourself in your life. I have plenty of expectations for myself. Yeah. And we're not saying you can't push yourself to do better or Mm -hmm. to be more efficient or to do more. It's just that unhealthy pressure of because I am a mom, because I am a woman, because I'm a business owner, I have to X, Y, Z. Yeah. We want you to look at it realistically. We want realistic expectations. And I honestly have loved this conversation because I feel like that's a big reason we started this podcast is to Mm -hmm. talk about not the ideals, but the reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The difference between the Instagram reels of I'm doing so great all the time and the behind the scenes I left laundry in the washer for three days. <laughs> I mean, I've got a load of, of towels in the dryer right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things do not come out. When when the tag says remove immediately or remove promptly, I'm like, ha, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah sure yeah we in my house have just a general rule that if something can't be put in the dishwasher we won't own it um I have started doing that too where like immediately I look at something and if it doesn't say dishwasher safe I don't buy it and then the same thing with my clothes I'll look at it and if it says hang to dry or lay flat to dry I really think think hard about it like do I really want this shirt really want this 
there are certain like I will lay flat to dry certain clothes, but yeah. inevitably, you know, it's going to go through the dryer at some point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. My daughter got a couple of those lay flat to dry things when she did her back to school shopping. And I was mm-hmm. like, remember to lay it flat to dry. Mm-hmm. Expect that it will end up in the dishwasher or in mm-hmm. the dryer. In the dryer. Yeah. Let's yeah. hope and it doesn't she, end up in the dishwasher. No, not in the dishwasher. <laughs> but she actually, my husband did buy me a cup. Um, it's like a color changing cup and it's not dishwasher safe. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I had had it less than two weeks. It got put in the dishwasher because my kids were trying to help. They're not used to us having things that can't go in the mm-hmm. dishwasher. So it went right in there and the the sticker came off and everything like it was mm-hmm. just completely wrecked. And I was like, well, that's what that's why we don't have stuff. Yeah. You can't put in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. I have a, a Harry Potter cup that I got at Universal and like I saw that it it was hand wash only and I really considered not getting it, but I really wanted the coffee cup. Yes. So I got it. But everybody knows this does not go this in the dishwasher. Not go in the dishwasher. Yes. My husband did replace the cup for me. So I do have Aww. one now. But okay. yeah, it was just it was funny because she's not used to us not having things that can't go in mm-hmm. the dishwasher for that exact reason. Well, except that is a good life lesson. Yes. <laughs> hey, by the way, there are things that do there not go in, the that go in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so your challenge this week is to I don't want to say lower your expectations because I don't think it's a bad thing to hold ourselves to a high standard. However, I want you to review your expectations and make sure they are realistic. Mm-hmm. And make sure the pressure that you're putting on yourself is like realistic pressure. Like I mm-hmm. have a deadline and not, I just really feel like I need to excel at this because. Yes. And as always, let us know how it's going over on Instagram or if you need support or have a fun story that you want to share so we can all chuckle at Marketing Moms Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book, now available on Amazon. 